Welcome to Nuria's Mastermind. This podcast is a place where success and fulfillment meets. A space where I invite guests from all walks of life who have succeeded at a high level in a specific area. A space where we will share their champion stories, including the wins and the highs, but also the lows and the challenges, yet how their passion and consistency inspire them to keep pushing forward and creating major breakthroughs in their lives. Also sharing our why, sharing what fulfills us, because what's life about without enjoying the journey? Please subscribe, share, and rate us. My intention for all of our listeners is to be inspired into taking action to live the life that you truly desire. Hello, and welcome to Nudia's Mastermind Podcast. On this episode, I have the lovely Jen, and I always, I feel like I always mess up your last name. Try it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's Juliapu. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm terrible. It's okay. It's so easy when you say it. It's so simple, you know. But my mind I mean, when it reads it, it doesn't connect to the word anyway. Jen, you are. I'm so excited and happy to have you on the show. Thank you for being with us today. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So. Just a little bit of background. Jen is uh, extraordinary in many things, and she actually helps a lot of people with many things. But I would say that one of your biggest gifts is that you're really able to help people in their life and in their journey and in their spiritual journey. I mean, that's what you've really mainly helped me with. I've been on this spiritual journey for about five years, and I met you when was it three years ago, maybe? Yeah, a little over three years ago. And, and I'll go more into detail on, on how that all unfolded. But, you know, Jen, you, you're so gifted and you, you really have this beautiful essence about you where you really truly care for people. And I can tell that you really want to help wake people up, which is what you always say. And, and would you consider yourself more of a life coach, spiritual coach? Is there a certain label that you describe or no it's funny because I've had this conversation with lots of people because they're like you should call yourself this or that and honestly I I just call myself a life coach just because really for me that just encompasses everything that I help people with when it comes to my clients because it's I mean relationships and business and spirituality and all of it it's just life right so I just call myself a life coach. I don't really get caught up on the label. Yeah, (laughs) that's actually perfect. (laughs) You're a life coach. Maybe one day I'll change it, but right now that's what I, that's, I just (laughs) jump in and call it life coach. So yeah. I like it. Life coach is perfect. You're a life changer. So, um, okay. So the way that you and I met each other, just so you guys know, I, uh, about three and a half years ago, I was asked by one of my friends to come and join a weekend retreat. And the way she described it, it was going to be about 10 to 12 women. Uh, and I, the way it was described, it was more of like a business workshop type of setting and a little bit of spirituality. And, um, I found out the people, you know, I found out the names of the people that were going and I'm like, this is like a great group of people to be around. So I show up at this amazing house, you know, this huge house that um, 
what was the place where we we're going to spend this weekend together at. And it was so fun because you had all the food included. And I remember your sister came in and she mm -hmm. was making all the very organic and, and healthy and nutritious food. And we really got to know each other so well, and not only each other, but the rest of the group, you know, that, that, that uh, powerhouse of a group, we really were able to get very vulnerable and share stories with each other that um, really connected us to really deep levels. And so my introduction to you really was that at that retreat, and then you taught me so many things that day. And then at the end, you gave like a free coaching session. And then right after that, maybe a few months later is when I signed up on your coaching. Um, and once I actually signed up for your coaching and I think it was about a six month period where that we did it. And man, you really helped me not only just with certain life aspects, but you also helped me really find and remember my worth. You know, I feel like I kind of got lost for a minute, a part of me and I did some self abandoning abandonment and um, you were so important to me during that time period just to remind me of who I really was and I will never forget the impact and just that the self-love exercises that you would give me and just that that real like sister to sister empowerment and just help and love and you are tremendous so I'm forever grateful and indebted to you Jen you're trying to make me cry <laughs> right out of the gate. Oh, thank you, honey. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. I'm just, I'm just being authentic about it, you know? So just thank you so much for who you are. And, um, but yeah, everyone, that's how I met Jen. <laughs> are there any other things you want to add to that? Jen? <laughs> well, and then we went to Sedona, which was pretty cool, life-changing. But yeah, that was pretty, we've had some amazing times together for sure. Very it deep. Magical. Yeah, it was magical. <laughs> yeah. That place yeah. really is, uh, as soon as you arrive, you're like, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. I see why everyone talks about this place, you know, very high, high vibe, very spiritual, uh, very, very vibrant. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was awesome. So we've had some very deep moments together. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So Jen, I would love for you to share why, you know, what was, what was it that happened in your life where you decided to take on this journey of becoming a life coach and just knowing that your purpose really, mm -hmm. um, and I, you've shared so many stories with me, but I, I really want you to be able to tell our audience and the listeners of who you are, like, how did you become who you are today? And so whatever is in your heart to share, we'd love to hear. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, you said something that was really key, which is exactly why I got into the work that I am in now. And you said, I lost myself for a while. Right. And when, whenever I see someone or I start working with someone, um, it literally, it hurts me to see them lost because I was lost for so long and I was just trying to figure out who the hell I am, you know? 
and remember remember who I am and my worth. And it was it was quite a journey. It was really hard. Uh, everybody, to some degree, I believe every human being forgets who they are to some capacity. I think that that that's what this experience of life is about. We're meant to forget who we are, and that's actually it's fine. It's a good thing. It's, it's part of the journey. But then we're, we're meant to come here, forget who we are, but not spin for the rest of our life and then die. That isn't, that isn't the point. And so uh, when you talked about how, you know, you and I met up, because when I met you, I'm just, first of all, I was in awe of your beauty. You're so beautiful and you just exude this, <laughs> this energy about you and Thank you. it was really really fun to dive deep i i literally jump for joy when someone starts a journey it, whether it's with me or somebody else but when they start that journey of really remembering who they are and coming back to that wholeness within them and really starting to honor themselves so that's what it's really about it's not about being perfect or doing you know, making all the right choices, because that's not, that's not reality, you know, it's fine to make mistakes and to kind of go off course. But when we can really start to come back to who we are and honor ourselves and really start to love and nurture ourselves, that's when life gets good. And so for me, I, I had a lot of chaos as a child. And I had some very traumatic things happen in my childhood. When I was 11 years old, I was raped and by a man that was in his 20s. And my self-worth was just wrecked. It was destroyed. And it just kept going and going and going. And so then I got to a place where I was, um, you know, I got married really young because I was just searching outside of myself. I was searching for someone to validate my worth. Who thinks I'm great? Who thinks I'm good enough, you know? So I got married really young and uh, started having kids. And, you know, I had my first baby girl at 22 years old. And then uh, I was pregnant with my second child when my marriage fell apart. And, and it was devastating for me. It was another uh, confirmation that I was worthless and that I wasn't good enough. And I was really, really lost. Just, and, just curious, and, and I don't mean to cut you off, but mm -hmm. when when you had that awful experience of you know being raped and have someone take something from you without permission or you know having any control over it, um, was that then the very first big impact in your life when you just felt like there's no worth to you because someone just took all of it? Like, was that the first thing that really? made you self doubt start self-doubting and believe thinking that you were less than and is that do you feel that i think that i felt that a long time before that for sure you know i felt i don't i don't think i ever felt like i was um really in a healthy place i mean i had i just had a really crazy uh childhood. I had a lot of love around me, but my family was very, you know, chaotic and we had a lot of dysfunction and um, we used laughter a lot to cope through, through hard times. And 
I, with that laughter, I learned how to create a facade that I was strong and everything was good. And I brought that clear into my, you know, teenage years and my friends that, you know, after I started speaking publicly about my, my experience and where, where I was before my friends would say, what? I had no idea that you were, you didn't seem, you didn't seem insecure. And it was a facade that I had built. And so I have the capacity now to see through other people's facades that they create because I did that. So a lot of people that seem really, you know, showy or, or like they got it all together. I, I can see right through that now because I did that. And so, beautiful um, and, so and so helpful when you, you just need someone to come and call you out, you know, and like, no, you're not okay. Or yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing. And, and that you're, you have the rawness and the boldness to just say it, you know, I think we need more of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's been a, a real journey to get to that place. But, you know, when you said, did I feel like he took that from me? I didn't. And the reason I didn't is because I blamed me. I didn't blame him. In fact, it took me, wow. it took me up until I was, literally in my thirties, I was probably, I don't know, 33 years old before I finally like clicked and labeled that as the, I was raped. I blamed it totally on myself. Um, the incident, because there were things that I did that I, um, I knew were wrong. Like I snuck out of the house. Um, I drank for the first time at 11 years old. And then I passed out. And so it was when I was passed out that, um, that he took advantage of me. And so for in my little 11 year old brain for so many years, I thought it was all my fault. You know, I drank, I snuck out of the house. I, um, I just blamed it on me. And then once I was an, an adult and I now had an 11 year old daughter, that was the turning point for me when my baby girl turned 11. And I remember looking at her and going, there's no way, like just knowing the, the ability that she had and just the innocence in her little 11 year old brain and realizing that it wasn't my fault. It was, it was a very healing place for me to get to, but yeah. That's so good. I, yeah, just because there was a, a bad decision when you're little, you know, there's definitely big distinction between that and then something that somebody else decided to do that was awful. So, um, so fast forwarding back to when you had your kids, so you had your, you had your, your girl first mm -hmm. and then your boy. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then, um, so that's when basically when my, I say my awakening started was when I literally, you know, I had my brand new baby boy and um, my marriage was, I mean, my husband wanted to, you know, we got a divorce at the end of the day. We got a divorce and it was really, really a heartbreaking time for me. It was really hard. And I, uh, for the next six years, I felt like I was just, I call it my dark ages because I didn't know up from down. I, 
I didn't know my belief system was, and I just was really trying to figure out um, who I was. And I, I think of it like, it was like I built this facade all around me and my world crashed so hard that you, you hear about people going through an awakening and it's like they get cracked open. So now the light can come in. And that's what happened with me is now, you know, once I went through that really, really painful experience, I could no longer keep up this facade anymore. And I started really, really searching for answers and trying to heal myself. I never, ever planned on, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to become a coach. I mean, <laughs> that wasn't even in my mind at all. And so I ended up, um, I just wanted to heal myself. And I ended up going into the news for a minute. I dipped my toe in it and ran fast <laughs> from that. And then, um, and then I ended up going into the pharmaceutical world and I, uh, I, during the, the time I was in my, in the pharmaceutical world, I just worked and worked and worked on myself. And then I realized that over time I had healed so much and my life had changed so much. And I'd learned so much about self-love and healing and spirituality and, and manifesting that that's all I talked about. So even though I was a sales rep, I wouldn't go in and really talk about medication. It was like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about <laughs> your husband and your children. And, you know, and so that's, that's what I did. And I realized I'm in the wrong, like, I'm ready to move on. This is not, I, it got empty. And so not the right field. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> so 2016, the beginning of 2016, I just jumped in and I started my own business and I haven't looked back. Oh, and you've changed so many people's lives and helped so many people. What a wonderful thing. And talk about fulfillment. You went from the pharmaceutical world to uh, not really connecting with people and really helping mm -hmm. you know, change their core. And it's so important. Um, thank you for sharing your story. That's, that's awesome. That that's the way it was discovered. What are some things, you know, now that you've been doing it for so many years, um, what are some of your favorite things that you teach that's made like a real impact on people? My favorite things that I teach are, were just things that bring people back to shedding all of those lives that we take on and really, really having someone just change their focus you know, to starting to, starting to pat themselves on the back and starting to honor themselves because we, I feel like we have like the dukes up against ourselves constantly and we're constantly, uh, you know, beating ourselves up for many things. I work with a lot of women. Most of my, my clients are women. I, I connect really well with women. I also love to work with men too, because I get to see that vulnerability in men. And I love that, but the, the bulk of my clients are women and, and women, they really, really feel like they're falling short all the time, you know, especially as a mom and a wife and a businesswoman, all the hats that we wear. And so my very favorite thing is taking, taking 
those that mindset and those stories and dissolving them and then rebuilding the new stories because at the end of the day i think that that's what our life is made up of is our stories you know mm -hmm. i um for example i was just talking with a client last week and she feels a lot of guilt around how much she works oh and my gosh i have a few friends that i can oh yeah name right off the bat that same problem Yep. As a mom, you always feel like you're falling short, you know? And so, uh, I asked her, well, why do you work? And she's, she thought for a minute and, and she's like, well, I don't know, like to pay bills. And this is a mom, like she's, she's always with her kids or her clients and her husband, you know, she's, she's not like going out to the bars every weekend. She's not like, <laughs> you know, spending all the money on herself. Like, at the end of the day, she works for her family, but yet she's feeling guilty because she's not spending time with her family. And so I just feel like when you start to unravel those stories that you take on, that we take on as human beings and you start to realize, well, wait a second, I'm doing a good job as a mom. I'm working for my family because I work, my daughter can, you know, do cheer or my, my, I help alleviate some of the financial stress off of my husband or whatever, you know? And so just understanding that there's different perspectives and ways to look at things. And if we have, you know, a subject and we can look at it completely different ways and one, one perspective can make you miserable and the other perspective can just really help you feel grateful and fulfilled. And it's, nothing's changed it was just your perspective that changed your point of view oh my gosh it's so good and um, i'm a huge tony robbins fan i know you know that but you know he he always talks about change your story and change your life oh, and yeah. it's exactly that it's there are so many different points of views of a certain situation and how beautiful and powerful it is that if we can just switch the lenses you know like Oh, that's all we have to do is just take a look at it from a different standpoint. Sometimes that's a lot harder, you know, to be said than done. But I, I love that there's always a process to everything. And I think when you're having somebody who's like you, Jen, that is a consistent reminder of, no, you can look at it this way. Have you thought about it this way? And these are the steps that you can take and do so that you continue to remember to look at it this way. And then the more that we exercise it, the more it actually happens. And then one day you actually do believe the new story. Mm -hmm. you know? and so um, just how important it is. What would you say that the time frame? And I, I kind of hate using time, the time, you know, because I feel like everyone has their own process and their own timing. But how long does it usually take for you from when you start working with a person that is, you know, in, in the story and then for you to create a new one? and for them to actually start shifting, like, what does that yeah. process look like? I love that you asked that question because that's how my brain works. Like, I'm always like, I want to know, like, how, what's the time frame here? Like, when my husband and I are working out, I'm like, tell me how long I'm supposed to do this. And he's like, just do it and I'll tell you when we're done. I'm like, no. Am I doing this for five minutes, 10 reps? What am I doing? How but, much do I need? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is, at the end of the day, the answer to that is so, I mean, it's, it completely comes down to, it's not definable because 
everyone is so different. So the, the real answer to that is the time frame is at the rate that you get out of your own way, at the rate that you, <sighs> you choose Amazing. to, to actually uh, do the work, you know, I can give someone the tools and then they go back into their life. And the next week I'm like, did you do it? You know, you were supposed to do this week. No. Okay. Well then they're not serious yet. I mean, they're obviously serious to some degree because by the time they get in front of me, they're, they're committed yeah. to some degree, but some are really, really ready. They're, they're in pain. They're ready. I was so committed to my personal growth that I would get up at five o'clock in the morning and I would meditate and I would visualize and I would read. And I, I did so much work because I couldn't stand the thought of staying in the same place anymore. I had to change. And so, uh, but, but a more definable, which is exciting is sometimes literally I will see massive, massive change within someone's life within three weeks. Wow. Three weeks or four weeks. And it is so cool and so exciting for me to see that their life just starts changing and shifting because of the work that they're willing to do. It, it is, and I know they'll never be the same again because once you the thing is, is once you wake up, you don't go back to sleep. And people feel like that. They go, well, I'm kind of worried to, you know, to get married again because I've made all these crappy decisions in the past when it came to, you know, relationships. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, but you don't have to worry about that anymore because that person was at a different consciousness level. And once you raise your consciousness and you wake up, yeah, you can go in and out of your vibration that you're flying at. but once you turn the lights on, they don't go back off. Once you know what you know, you don't unlearn it. And so of course you can fall into, you know, unhealthy habits and that, but it's like learning how to walk or learning how to talk. You don't worry about forgetting how to walk. Yeah. You know? And so that's what I see is once somebody, they turn their lights on and of course, you know, there's always more layers and more layers. I mean, I can, I'm going to continue to work on my spirituality yeah. in my progression throughout my life. But I, I, I don't worry about ever being the same again, because I just know it's just not happening. Yeah. And I, I really love the work that you do because you really get so deep to the core of the issue, you know, like there are so many people out there that um, are miserable and unhappy. And like you say, a lot of facades, lots of masks and a lot of pretending and, um, what's so important and in my self-development journey that I've been doing for 10 years and, and the spiritual journey and what really has always worked for me has been the way that you teach. Like you, you've helped me get deep into the trauma. You've helped me get deep into, you know, where does this actually come from? Where does this behavior come from? Where did it start? Because, Maybe it didn't start with my first boyfriend. Maybe it started with my father, you know? And, and, and so a lot of that deep healing um, that really is so important. And so many people just try to avoid themselves. So many people know that there's hurt, know that there's pain. They don't maybe know where it's coming from, but then they don't really want to face it. Um, 
the importance of just being able to to take be brave and and be so willing to want to do the work and and be free of the pain like nobody wants to be in pain mm-hmm. you know so you do such a beautiful job of going deep and like finding the core issue which i love um so thank you so much for that because you're you're so good at what you do um shifting gears a little bit i you're like a manifesting queen and you taught me a lot about manifesting and so if we don't you know i think we should talk about it for a couple of minutes just what are what are some of the steps that you take what do you feel has really helped make a big change in you and being able to create the world and the life that you want yeah so it's my favorite thing ever to talk about, to learn about, uh, because really we came here to learn how to manipulate energy and to use it to, I mean, we're all creators. Every single one of us are creating every second, every minute of every day. And it is so interesting because you and I have both studied these laws and have learned about manifesting and we're continuing to learn as we go through life. But it's so interesting how many people have never, ever even heard that concept. There are a lot of people that don't have any idea that they have the capacity to create based on their thoughts, their visualization, their words, their feelings, their emotions, and their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so, and so uh, it's, it's so exciting to me. I, I get so excited when I talk to someone and I ask if they have ever heard of it and they say no, because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. <laughs> You're a baby. Let's go, you know, because it's so life changing. And when I started to learn about my power to create and I started to work with it and practice it and play with it and then see things coming in, I, I'm like, there is no way I will shut up about this until the day I leave the planet because this is so important for people to know, you know, I mean, if somebody gets some good weight loss tips or, you know, some good financial tips or something, they may or may not uh, share that with anyone. But for me, it's like, this is, it's the most important information for any human being to learn because it really makes a difference between misery or fulfillment and just joy and love and peace and all of those really high vibration uh, emotions that we came here to experience. And so, Love so, it. so some of my, my tips, um, if I had, you know, a short amount of time, which I know we do that I would tell people to, to start paying attention to is really at the end of the day, your word is your wand. And so just getting really, really, uh, familiar and start getting intentional and paying attention and aware with what are you saying? What is your story? Because you can choose whatever you want. You can choose whatever you want. Seriously, like when you just said, you can choose whatever you want. Yep. You can. So magical. You know, you don't have control over much outside of you, but inside of you, you have control over it all. And so that's the thing is when when people are, their focus is so much on, uh, you know, I'm focused on how this person treats me or focused on my kids, or I'm worried about them, or I'm worried about this. And they're, they're putting all their energy in the wrong place when they go here and they really start to visualize and focus what they want in their own life. 
and get very intentional of their words. The very first thing I do with any client, which you, you may or may not remember because it was a while ago, but I have them write down what their dominating thoughts are for a week. And I have them pay attention to them. Yeah. And I have them, you know, get a stack of flashcards and write down what, what are you thinking when you're vacuuming your house or when you're driving down the street, where's your mind going? Are you going to, you know, a place of a fight you got in with your, your spouse last week, or what, what are you thinking about on a normal basis? And I have them just take note of that. And then we formulate their IMs because IMs are, are they're the Holy grail of our story. We say I am all day long, whether we're thinking it or whether we're saying it. We say, you know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm worried, I'm stressed, whatever. And so really, really you know, like, oh, I'm so dumb or, mm -hmm. you know, you, 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 I, I've been catching myself whenever I'm kind of mean and I'm like, no, I'm not, you know, I am not that, <laughs> I'm trying to be a much better friend to me, to myself. Um, but yes, that, it's so powerful. I yep. am. I am. And I mean, at first people, they, it's very uncomfortable for them to say, I am beautiful. I am, I am kind and compassionate and loving. I'm amazing. I'm a great mom. That's so foreign to people, you know, but when they yeah, start comfortable, that, yeah. It's not uncomfortable for me anymore. It used to be, but it's not anymore. Like now I'm like, you know, yeah, I can, I can own that because I've said it for a long time. So uh, because you believe it now, like it became an actual belief that mm -hmm. at first it wasn't, but then yep, it did. Yep. So that's my first, my, my very first, uh, go to. And then, and then from there, you know, mirror work is really, really powerful and important. Do you remember yeah. mirror work? Yeah, that, so, that was a huge change for me. Yeah. So we look at ourselves every day and usually 99% of the time, I believe that people are criticizing themselves when they look in the mirror, they're looking at, you know, Oh, I've got gray hair. Or I've got some wrinkles or, you know, I need to lose weight or whatever they're looking at. But if you really realize this is just an outfit that we're wearing for this life. So mm -hmm. it's just an outfit. And if you look deeper and you look into the eyes, eyes are the window to the soul. And when you really connect with your soul and you start to speak love to that soul, looking back at you, it's a game changer, game changer. And so really just like looking at, you know, yourself and saying, Hey, you're doing a good job. I'm really proud of you. I love you. Uh, you're beautiful, you're strong, then everything changes because our life is, is a direct reflection of how we feel about ourselves. So if you've got money problems, well, you don't feel, you don't feel worthy enough for money. You've got, you've got a, a block there with who you, right? Me. Oh. Mm -hmm. So if I've got relationship problems, it's not because I'm not worthy. It's because I have a block and a, a kink in the hose with me. It's all, it always comes back to me. So however I feel about myself is, is what will show up for me. So people, if you find yourself surrounded by people that take advantage of you, that 
call you names, that disrespect you, it's a direct reflection of what you're thinking about yourself. So go here always. Go in your heart. And your life will change. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you. Guys, free coaching lesson today. On I get riled up. I start getting like all red. I'm like, let's go. It's so valuable and it's so needed, you know, um, so needed. I think that we need to have more conversations around this. So what an important role that you play for many of us. And uh, thanks for sharing that, you know, the manifestation process. And I know that you, there's a lot of vis visualization that you also implement and do and talk about. And, um, but I love how you talk. I love how you said that, like the language that you speak is so powerful. And you said it's, uh, you said it so magically, you know, Thank <laughs> you. right. <laughs> so I, I love that so much. And I'm, I'm sad to say that we're, we're out of time. I could talk to you for much longer. I think that there are so many other topics we could go into, but before we go, um, and I know you just touched on a couple of self-love exercises that we can do the I am statements and, uh, the mirror work, you know, talking to yourself kindly and looking at yourself in the eyes. And that was a, that was life-changing for me. I still talk about it and tell people about, you know, how you taught me that. Um, is there one more thing that you'd like to share about self-love? And is there anything else that you would like to, you know, that you're, you're feeling compelled to share with, with our audience today? Yeah, I think that um, another really powerful tool, what I would say to, to self-love is just really focus on your wins. Take your, take your focus on, on what it is that you're doing right instead of what you're doing wrong, because I guarantee if you're not feeling like you really love yourself, you are, you're just focused way, way, way more on all of your wrong turns. And, uh, it's, it, you'll create massive, massive shifts when you start to focus on what are you doing? That is good. That is right. And just starting to be your own friend, you know, and, uh, and I would just end with, you know, this experience we have going on on planet earth right now, we're going through this massive awakening and I, I am finding it very, very magical right now. It's hard. We have a lot of stuff that we're facing. That's really, really hard. But I believe this experience is really about us taking back our power finally, once and for all in our own life, wherever that may be. So, you know, whether that's in, in a relationship, a career, you know, what areas of our life do we need to change and where can we bring, bring our power back to us? And so. Love that. Bring the power think, back. That's right, girl. That's yeah, right. Awesome. So it's yeah it's a great time on planet earth i mean it's a massive awakening that we're going through together i 100% agree with you i so many things that it's teaching us so much you know so many lessons of not taking it for granted so many shifts what is really important you know um, i think surrendering's been a big lesson there's so many things um yeah. And Jen, I mean, so I know that you offer a couple of different options and programs, and I know you have a one-on-one -on -one programs, I believe, still available. I know every time I talk to you, I'm not sure if they're 
totally booked or if you have a couple openings and then I also know you do some group coaching uh, for, you know, these type of subjects. And um, so how can people get a hold of you if they would like more information on your coaching programs? Yeah. So um, my website is jensuliafu.com. Suliafu. Suliafu. Yes. <laughs> Jen Suliafu.com. Uh, I don't know if you have like something you could put in your chat or whatever. I mean, not your chat, yeah. but underneath. Um, but uh, I'm also on Instagram. People could send me a message on Instagram or Facebook uh, Messenger and just send me like a private uh, message and I'll, I'll reach back out to him. But yeah, I do. I have a group which meets every single Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern or Mountain Standard Time. So, and then I have one-on-one -on -one coaching and sometimes I have availability and sometimes I don't. So, <laughs> so I was right. I it just depends. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. So Jen Suliafu. Yep. Com, and then yep. your Instagram handle is just Jen Suliafu. Yep, Jen Suliafu, and then, um, yeah, and then my Facebook is, yeah, Jennifer Suliafu. <laughs> yeah. So. Ironic last name, which is not hard to say, but in, in my mind. No, a lot of people have a hard time with it. You're not alone, honey. <laughs> yeah. Coming from a person who everyone, you know, has a hard time with my first name, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kill each other, girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank mm -hmm. you so so much for your time, your wisdom, um, the value that you brought to all of us today, and everyone. You know, remember the importance of taking care of yourself, facing yourself, and 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 nurturing that self deep love. Um, there's nothing greater than to be proud of who you are and have respect for yourself and love for yourself. So, Jen, mm -hmm. you're absolutely wonderful, and I hope that everybody has such a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Nudia's Mastermind. It's an absolute pleasure of mine to be able to share this space with you. There is something so powerful about brilliant minds coming together to help other people grow and to inspire them to enjoy the zest for life. Please subscribe and also follow me on YouTube and on Instagram. My handle is nudia.p.rivera. Now go and create an amazing life.